0: The name is Law Nation As the room fill up, be sure to smash that like button Hit it up, oh, let's go Cowboy Nation Hit it up, let's get it The name Law Nation Sports or the Cowboys tight end The best trio In the National Football League Huh? Let me know Shout out to you Jay Worthy, appreciate you Raymond, appreciate you Money, making, more. Let's get it Come on They say ain't no party like a Cowboy party What about a victory Saturday, huh? (laughs) Come on. Absolutely. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Come on. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Come on. Come on! All right. What's up, everybody? What's up, man? I appreciate everybody who's jumping in uh, on this Saturday conversational report about the Dallas Cowboys tight end. And I, I want to say this because, on the larger note, you will say to yourself, "Is this a product of uh oh, uh oh?" More right, or this this is a situation that we have to say to ourselves, I. This just what it is, right. Is it creativity or is this the real thing? Now, when you look at uh, Peyton Hendershot, he got him a tub for the season. And you look at Dalton Schultz, he got him three tubs, three touchdowns, basically. And then Jake Ferguson, he got him two uh, receiving touchdowns. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, let me make sure, let me make sure. Uh, it, 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 I, I apologize, Peyton Hendershot got two touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns from your tight end crew. And then when you think about it, this right here, the formation on how they work in this, don't you guys know that that's 14 personnel? 14 personnel grouping. And shout out to them boys all the way right here. Because now when we think about that and we say to ourselves, is this the situation that you all want to see, Cowboy Nation? The ability to have our tight ends out there, to have those type of wiggle room out there, to be utilized and used like that in that type of light. Cowboy Nation, the tight ends, being able to do those things on a consistent basis. Man, this is nice because not other teams are utilizing 14 personnel. Not a lot of teams are going in there with just okay, all right, we're going to have one running back and we're going to line up 13 personnel. You know, you you can literally you can literally make it just like this in this Cowboys circle. The ability of how these boys are operating and moving around is phenomenal, man. It is it is one of those things that I say to myself, hey, if the Cowboys continue to do these type of things with the creativity, just think about it. Just think about what they're doing or how the confusion is there for the opposing team. And they're not showing all what they really got, Cowboy Nation. So when I say, oh, the Cowboys 14 personnel or 13 personnel or when they go to uh, zero, three personnel,
1: Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know.
0: Yes, indeed. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said two things can be true, right? And when you look back at these type of plays and these type of operations, you will have to say to anyone. Marvin says, I don't remember having trio tight ends like this. We literally (laughs) looking at this situation as, okay, the Cowboys get into a shoot, and then they fool around, and they got four tight ends that they can use on a consistent basis, but the three tight ends that have been standing tall, stepping up, been the Dalton Schultz of the world, right? Been the Peyton Hendershots, been Jake Ferguson who can hurdle and jump over things. I can't wait. I definitely can't wait before until i give you guys the full analysis of all of that and these things are now tangible you can literally see when you open your eyes up you can see that these boys are doing their job now the uniqueness of this right right the cowboys since dak prescott returned been the number one offense in the national football league let me repeat they've been the number one offense in the national football league And I I tell people this, we have yet to peak. We have yet to peak. And if they can continue to keep this balanced approach on the table, if we, baby, can average, hear me out, 120 to 140 yards rushing, plus whatever we do on the offensive side of throwing the ball, And keep the T.O.P. time of possession and understand that if you play that complimentary football, we are in our bags. One thing that I want to tell everyone is that when you look back at the game, the final score should have been like 31 to 13. Right. Or at least 28 to 13. When you really look back at everything, right, (laughs) and you'll say, all right, the last touchdown was cheap against the the Giants, right? Giants versus the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. We are in good spots. We are. Uh, Taco Casa says, is James Washington our fastest receiver? Can we please get some speed? Um. It goes back to what I said on the final word. Shout out to my dogs over there. Uh, Those boys been getting it out of the mud. You know, (laughs) those boys been getting it out of the mud. It's not about the quickness. Who are our most explosive players on this team on the offensive side of the coin? Who are our most explosive guys? I want to show you all this 14 personnel. I want to know in the chat who are our most explosive explosive plays, players, not plays, but players on this team, on the offensive side. Give it to me in order. First and foremost, I would say Pollard, the most explosive player. The second explosive player is C.D. Lamb there was an interview last week and coach Jerry Jones said we need to get the ball to those two guys and what I'm what I want you guys to know that even when we talk about Ezekiel Elliott it was a good day for even, even when we talk about Ezekiel Elliott and we talk about these things that he brings to the table he is Compact explosive, right? Meaning that in a small spot, he can give you those dirty yards, right? He can bust one open for you. He can do the toss play on the edge, and he can get necessary yards down the field for you, right? On the offensive side, but when you look at Tony Pollard, he is your long explosive guy. Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard is that type of guy that when you look back at what he brings to the table. He can give you those long runs. It was a good day. He, he can give you those long runs. And Michael Parsons. You can sit back and say to yourself, All right, I like what he brings to the table, Cowboy Nation. Because when you look back at these things, I don't know why my <laughs> my real loops are kind of weird right now. It ain't nothing but uh a G thing, baby. <laughs> All right, so when you look at Tony Pollock, what he brings to the table are those explosive long plays, right? You ever you ever, have you ever Cowboy Nation. Have you ever tried to park a car, right, in a garage and they say compact only? Meaning that the small car can fit right there. But it's like the reverse effect. Zeke is that compact spot that's on this team. Compact car only. And I'm not saying that Zeke is small. I'm just using the analogy. Meaning that these this tight spot for this team you need to utilize Ezekiel Elliott, but on long pursuits, you need to utilize Tony Pollard, right? So now that's what I'm trying to say or convey to you guys. All right. We got a first super chat of the hour. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Uh, In that super chat, it goes like this. Uh, It says, What's going on, Law? Hope, all is well. I am liking the tight end capabilities that we are showing, hopefully Kellen and Mike continue to utilize it. Go Cowboys. All love, man. Continue to impeccable work. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you so much, man, Uh, for, for that and your support. Let me fix my uh, super chat box up. Give me one second. Bam. And This is what I like about this. It's the room fill up. Thank those who who said, hey, man, I'm not getting the notification. What I've learned is if if you're not getting the notification, just hit that notification bell and then turn it on and then turn it off and then turn it back on, right? Sometimes you got to do that. You know, sometimes you got to turn the lights on, turn it off, and then turn it back on, then they all work. Uh, So I appreciate those. Here's my thoughts on the tight end. Sometimes it takes four months to 10 months before people can pick up your scheme, right? Or pick up the philosophy of what you do with your said scheme. And what I'm trying to tell people, if we are ahead of the curve, man, then the responsibilities will be like, all right, so when you line up four tight ends, who will be your responsibility to pick up? But somebody on this play right here, they had to say to themselves, Well, if I got if I got Schultz, who's gonna kit who's gonna get Tony Pollard? If I got 84, Sean McEwen, who's gonna be responsible for You see what I'm saying? Schultz. Who's gonna be re- be responsible for Hendershot, right? And in this play, yeah, they going to say, hey, you saw the confusion at the end there? Like, you still got to be mindful of Tony Pollard. And then what, what will happen here is this is 14 personnel, right? It's all considered out of a package, what we call jumbo package, right? But in the same breath, as soon as they pick this up, what if I throw at them 23 personnel, right? That meaning... When you talk about personnel grouping, the first number will always signify the, the amount of running backs that you have on the field, right? That's why I say 11 personnel is one running back, one tight end. 12 personnel is one running back, two tight ends. Well, 20 personnel is two running backs zero tight ends right so I'm just going over personnel groupings because a lot of people w- w- don't understand personnel groupings right now how you play on the defensive side of the coin whether it's weak side strong side whether or not you got responsibilities for the tight end you know your uh, Sam linebacker he's responsible for that so you have to make sure that your alignment and assignment is straight so when you start talking about alright cool now the Cowboys can do this same formation out of, there. I say, 23 personnel. What about if they throw 22 personnel? There will always be a situation in a scenario that you got principles from your linebackers and your safeties to make sure that they get things right. You know, <laughs> we need to invest in more 29. No, 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 there's no, no such thing. B.D. grades at 29 person. Wait a minute. <laughs> how you do that? But at this point, the Cowboys with this unique philosophy and how they group up everything is powerful. Why? Because it put the opposition on their heels. And when you think about it, Cowboy Nation, this team, this grouping, man, it will create all type of chaos because you still have core principles that you have to abide by. And I like this, by the way, I'm not sitting here saying that Kelly Moore should get a uh, an Emmy <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Coach of the year award for this. But this is utilizing your strength. Right. This is utilizing your unique skill set because you're a tight ends. Some of you are tied in since we elected not to have a fullback. Got fullback or halfback responsibilities, right? Do you think, and this is from Drizzy, do you think Dak and CD will get on the same page these next three weeks and work out the kinks with these routes in the middle of the field? This is from Drizzy. Uh, let, me add, let me let let me me pull this screen up, man. I think it's all fixed now. Drizzy, you... You, with this uh, conversation on, on Dak and uh, C.D. Lamb, I, I think that you're right on the money. I would rather for these guys to get the kinks out now. So when you get to the tournament, which is the playoffs, the margins of error decreases, right? But what you want to know is it goes back to the timing offense, the timing offense that Troy in the playmaker had right? There's documents out there that Troy can, well, was it? Yeah. Michael Irvin said if he run his route and close his eyes, he know that that ball going to be there because it's anticipation, right? It's knowing that I trust my wide receiver and I trust my quarterback. And in order for these guys to, to get this out, They got to go through the groin pains. The efficiency level is at its all-time high in this modern-day football juxtaposed to when the Cowboys played in the 90s, right? It was common for the Cowboys to only have 14 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, right? 16 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, right? It was common during that time frame for a quarterback to throw INTs, right? The physicality of the defensive backs were at his all-time high, right? Uh, and that's just how it is. It was a battle. Aeneas Williams and all of those boys, they were nothing to play with. Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor over there for the Eagles land, right? They were some good, were some good DBs back in those days. And, and it was a dogfight. It wasn't no, hey, this cushion that we see now. It wasn't this 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 soft coverage that we see now that players use their athletic speed to break in on routes whereas they have better equipment that's lighter that they can move around these guys are bigger right now they got the uh, rule where you got you got to allow you got to allow the receiver to catch the ball before they turn up field. shoot back in those days you can't, you go you go across the middle it's it's literally. If you ain't holding on to that ball and 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 they got a, a straight line on you, what what my what my taps? Right? The Eric Allens of the worlds, the uh the shutdown corners that they had back in the days, you don't see the levels and skill sets of cornerbacks like they had then versus now. Like Let's just be real, man. You know, it, it was a wave. It was a wave of now all of a sudden we got 5'10", like outside of Daryl Green. Now it's been a wave of like now you can get your 5'10", 5'11", DBs out there or your uh six-foot DBs and things like that. Shoot. Uh, Aikman made the Pro Bowl. See, my guy, B. D. Gray is spitting at most people right now. Aikman made the Pro Bowl, throwing twelve touchdowns and thirteen interceptions in nineteen of ninety-six. <laughs> yeah, man, it' like like the efficiency levels now is at its all time high. Like Chad Pennington was like that that quarterback <laughs> that he was a decade a little too late, right? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you move Chad Pennington, maybe until the year 2020, you know what I'm saying? He probably can make it, you know? (laughs) You know, he was accurate. But, man, he ain't had no juice on the ball, right? You know, but it, it was one of those things that now, you know, shoot, he can probably float the ball inside. And the DB got to wait, got to wait for the receiver to catch so that he can move up, right? Love the run pass option with the uh, multiple tight end set. This is from Doug Fresh. Uh, But to answer your question, my dog, uh, uh, Drizzy, I I think that that's why I said that I would love to see C.D. Lamb more on the outside and you implement what this guy just said. He loves to see the option routes in the middle with the tight ends, basically. They're bigger. They are they're taller targets. And they tend to, if you, if they know they're going get hit, they hold on to the ball a little bit longer, right? All right, so what I want to do is play this, because I forgot to play this the other day, and talk about my guy, Michael Parsons, okay? Uh, hold on. Cal with the Super Chat before we talk about Parsons. Cowboys! Can't forget that the blocking is looking better, too, so the run scheme is a big part of the tight end room as well. Run it up. Hashtag Dallas Cowboys for life. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just run it up. Can check yeah you're right. <laughs> I had to hit that since he put run it up, you know, <laughs> Yeah, y'all know how to run it up, right? You got to run it up. Well, he put that wa- running up up Tell there, baby. Him up. Tell him run it up, baby. <laughs>
1: I wake up.
0: Yeah. I wake up. Flex I'm down that Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to say this, though. Cowboy Nation. When you're talking about tight ends being able to block, there was a play. That I should have highlighted a little bit better uh, when I did my film breakdown, uh, and it was Tony Pollard's touchdown. Uh, let me go back to it if I can find it right quick. Y'all bear with me. Appreciate everybody for tuning in uh, to the nation and for the nation on this on this play right here. If you, you got to pay attention to Schultz, his ability to block downfield is just remarkable. You see how he walled off that guy; got his hands inside. Schultz in these last few games. Look, pay attention to 86. Coming down. Phil, you know, walled in off. Get in the way. He can't cut. He can't make no short. He walled off too, right? If he gave up on his route, you know what I'm saying, that play never existed, you know? So you got to look at all of those things, man, when we start talking about the the ability for these tight ends to get in there. And block, look at 84. I mean, that's a first down right there. These tight ends being quietly improving on their blocking. And and this is coming from a situation whereas you 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 don't like this. You love this. When you see tight ends block, when you see those boys put a hat on a hat and they warding off things, shoo. Give kudos and credence to those guys for blocking. You know, uh, I know – I know it's one of those stat lines that you look back at and say, all right, it don't go down in the sheet. But shoot, look at that block. He, he Peter rolled. And Peter rolled him twice on that edge right there. <laughs> I mean, that should be a workshop. Matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to the OC. And I'm going to say, hey, man, I know you like to call out on the offensive lines. But uh, the extension of the offensive line, <laughs> those tight ends. And they, these guys been blocking, blocking. Watching Peter roll him again? Ah, get out of there. Oh, you want to get back up? <laughs> we fall down, but we get up. <laughs> man, that dude, fell, he knocked him around multiple times. Pay attention to these tight ends. Sir S.L. Green with the super chat. Do you see Cowboys paying Schultz or using the money to pay T.P.? Ah, man. <laughs> Sir, sir, <laughs> I was all right. If Schultz, this is my this is my one hundred with you, sir. How many more games we got? Like what, eight, seven more games, right? Seven more games, right around seven. Schultz, right now, let me pull up Dalton Schultz. He got. 44 targets, 33 receptions, right? 310 yards. We know he was battling through injuries. Three tubs. Tied for ninth amongst all tight ends, right? And I'm looking at passer rating when targeted. 107.2. That is a remarkable number. Only two drops out of 44. I can't dog the man out of that. Or or out of 33 receptions, only two drops. I, I can't dog the man for that. And uh, the the year before when he was healthy, uh, keep in mind, he didn't have gaudy-gaudy numbers as it relates to, like, reception totals and stuff like that of the Travis Kelseys and things like that. But passer rating when targeted with Dak Prescott was a 122. I'm on the record of Schultz of the Cowboys going with someone else, right? All off season, I was like, man, look, man, don't give that man 10.5. We can use that money for Bobby Wags. And let me see what Bobby Wagner is doing so that uh, I make sure that I'm not. Uh, let me see what Bobby Wagner is doing because I really wanted Bobby. Y'all remember that? I was like, man, you could have used that money to go here. You could have used that money to go there. I don't even know what he's doing. He probably fell off the face of this earth. Yeah. Oh, no, he's having a remarkable year. 53 solo tackles, 27 assists. They give him a lot of blues here. Um, one missed tackle so far for the season. He's having a solid year. Three sacks. So, I mean, would you want to have Bobby Wagner with the three sacks with um, implemented with this particular defense versus a Dalton Schultz? It's a long, it's a long answer though. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold everything to the end of this year. If Schultz can get back to the year. And I know he's missing some games. Let me go back to his. If he can get close to this, let's say if he get eight eight touchdowns, right? Then I think that the Cowboys will figure out a way to either extend this man and still have enough money to pay Tony Pollard. Because when you extend it, that increase more money and then some of that revenue from Amazon and everything remember the salary cap should jump uh, up by this year and I think it's about 50 to 60 to 70 million dollars but I want to know how you guys feel because what I see from Schultz is Hendershot Jake Ferguson they all gravitate to him and when I saw out of Schultz during training camp if you guys remember He was the last guy, him and Dennis Houston. You know, Dennis Houston picked up that from Schultz, although Dennis Houston, he's somewhere on the practice squad. But Schultz was the last guy to leave the field. Although I spoke glowingly of Schultz, he blocked me on Twitter, you know. Shout out to Schultz. I just feel that they will have enough money to pay Tony Pollard and Schultz. Now, what they do with the other half of the money is this right here at the end of this season? I hate talking about money midway through the season, and we know money is money. That's why he say it's money. My needs. You know what I'm saying? Is that you got other issues? You got two guys that you are are you gambling with? You are literally gambling with, and it's due to your efficiency level of drafting. Keep in mind, you got two guys that's due an extension that you better extend them guys on the front end juxtaposed to waiting on the back end. And you guys know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And let me give, let me, give me a Spartan war.
1: Spartan, What is your profession?
0: <laughs> you got two guys. One wears 88 and the other wears number seven. That if you fool around and let those boys go into another year because seven been solid, he grew he grew from last year, <laughs> you know, so this is the thing, so you you better it's better to get in front of it before get behind it, right? because if you wait through the year of twenty twenty three and those boys put up another they're gonna be like, ah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, uh Action Pals, pilot yesterday's price isn't today's price. You ain't lying. Are
1: you not entertained? Are you not entertained?
0: So so here's here's what they can do now. Show of hands that's in the chat. You got six point nine million dollars that's sitting on the table now, right? You can literally Look at Tony Pollard in his eyes now before he have another monster game and say, hey, man, hey, hey, Pollard, come come talk to me right quick, man. Hey, hey, come talk to me, man. Come talk to me, man. How you doing, man? You know, how your kid doing? How your wife, you know? Huh? They can extend him now. <laughs> they can extend Tony Pollard and Tamron Steele now. Yeah, Jay Lombardi. Yeah, and Terry Steele is another guy. But you see how all of this goes right here with the money and everything? You better do it now. You know, O-line is top priority. You know, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my guy, my brother from the same mother twin. A cup of coffee, laugh out loud. Yeah. You, you, you can't. Oh, bad 24.
1: You must be out of your goddamn
0: mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can find another pilot. Bad. You know, this is why, this is why, I'm just joking with you, man, don't take it to the heart. It is so hard to find meek, humbleness. It's hard to find those guys that got good character, that, 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 that's not uh, a chauvinist, that's soft-spoken, that, that's not a me me guy right you, you you call it I haul it it's hard to find versatile weapons that can catch out of the backfield that can be your slot wide receiver slash running back slash okay I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my guy Zeke do the job because here here's my thing is with this there was a guy by the name of joseph Right, and he had a lot of things going on in his mind. But one of the things that he said by this guy by the name of Joseph that DeMarco Murray left a lot of meat on the bone. And if you give me a chance and if you give me an opportunity. I can run behind this massive offensive line and prove it to you guys. Although, if you guys look at Joseph, <laughs> running resume, he was pretty good when they put him in in spurts, right? He was great and fantastic. But he didn't have all of his mental capacities or faculties together. He was in the store it was North Park Mall. I've been up to North Park Mall, and it's a nice mall. I would never, ever think to steal some cologne and some draws, right, to sully the name of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> this dude stole cologne and draws. So on one end, you can say, yeah, I can find another running back, but in the same breath, can you find that meekness? You know, can you find that person that – that not to talk out, right, that's willing to stand in the A-gap, B-gap for blocking. And I'm not saying that Tony Pollard can't block, by the way. But be careful what you wish for, you know. Right? Everybody like, oh, man, let's get rid of DeMarco Murray and and against that Eagles game when Joseph Randall had a situation to block and stand inside the A- or B-gap. I think his name was Hicks. Jones was like, "No, I'm gonna leak out to the flats, man." <laughs> and then Tony Pollard, and then Tony, uh, then Tony Romo. <laughs> it's crazy because in that year, believe it or not, like Ripley's, believe it or not, the Cowboys still finish in that particular season. With the musical chairs and running backs. Third in rushing, by the way. Defense finished sixth. Or top ten in defense, basically. But we were missing one caveat. A quarterback. Because we felt that Because we felt that anybody could run behind that offensive line. Y'all remember that? So uh, what I'm saying is be be thankful that we have Zeke and Tony Pollard. Let's extend Tony Pollard within the next few days. There should be some breaking news or something like that if they – Breaking news out of Frisco, Texas. The Cowboys decided to extend Tony Pollard to keep him with this team, to keep the continuity going versus letting this guy go and revisiting 2015 all over again, trying to find that continuity and report all of that stuff with your running back group and thinking that you can get it with anybody. And my thing is, Zeke, I know I heard some people say, all right, Zeke, he, he was the bell cow. He was this. He was that. But we just saw this last game, right, that the balance approach for both guys is very much necessary. You need both guys, right? And I would love to have that heading into the 2023 season, and then I would look at Malik Davis and be like, hey, if one of these two guys falter, it will be your turn. Or Rico Dido. Put it like this, Cowboy Nation. In a pinch, I would trust Malik Davis if one of those two guys falter to be on his team versus going into the draft pool and drafting another running back or shaking the free agent tree and bringing in another running back. It's Melvin Gordon. He's out there, right? Versus bringing in a Melvin Gordon. I trust Malik Davis over Melvin Gordon. You know, Schultz, the baby grunk. Ah, Victor. I'm not going to put him on that level, man. That's too soon. Too soon, man. Uh, You got to preserve that body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cowboys are at 57 on the top 100. Longest receptions. Noah Brown has a 45-yarder uh taco, uh Casa. Yeah, just depending on how I look at that. I'm not gonna look at the longest receptions as as a total pool or, or grand pool on how you create these uh groups. But I will tell you guys, a lot of teams, I'm gonna we'll go back to this stance right here. It's not ready for this fourteen personnel. A lot of teams will not figure this part out because you got guys, you got a true you got two true blockers like This doggone Jake Ferguson is an excellent blocker. And 84, man, he's an excellent, Sean McHugh, an excellent blocker, right? And then you got vertical threats from 89. I truly believe that the four sets that we got, but primarily the three tight ends that we got the trio, they are remarkable. And they could be, in my opinion, the best group in the National Football League. The best group. The best group collectively, right? Not individually, because none of these guys can hold a candle to Travis Kelsey. I'm not finna be foolish over here, right? But let's get to this, man. This Parsons uh, thing from Brian Baldinger. He, he broke down Parsons and his ability uh, to continue to fight for it. And I wanted to talk about this the other day, but I, it slipped me that I didn't get a chance to go over this.
1: Micah Parsons almost exclusively – played the right defensive end position in this game. And this matchup between him and Andrew Thomas was really good. Because Thomas is really good. And so Mark Parsons can get close, but he can't get there. But when you watch this right here, like he's going to get a lot of help and a lot of attention. Saquon's going to chip. I mean, he had a game plan for Michael Parsons all game long. Like you watch this right here and you watch Andrew Thomas, like watch the ball being snapped by Nick Gates and watch Andrew Thomas. Like that's like no if you watch this, nobody moves as fast as Andrew Thomas. So he beats Market to the to the spot right here. And the balls out quick, so all that helps. But Mike is also lightning fast too. So here he comes. What this show to do turn the corner right now. Yeah. And he makes Daniel Jones step up and then he takes a hit. Alright, so this is just like you watch this step.
0: I was like so quick. That
1: Andrew Thomas, like he's so fast off the ball. There's nobody else even moving, and he's already in the stands. So he's beating Micah to the spot, plus he's getting chipped out. Like Giants had a plan, and you watch this right here, his first sack of the day, which is his 24th sack in his young career. Like Daniel Jones gets pushed up by Tank Lawrence, and here comes the hungry line to Daniel Jones. That was in the third quarter. All right. DeMone Clark finishes it up.
0: Shout out to All DeMone. Come down and feel. You saw that, right? In the
1: third quarter. Inside swim move here. Sha! And now, you can debate what that is, but he doesn't. Well, we he know, we know what that is. That's right. holding. It's an okay. Unbelievable athlete and forces Daniel Jones into an errant throw. It's Parsons. Right, here we go. This is the big moment. The, the moment. When the game is still in the balance, right? Fourth quarter, (laughs) takes Daniel Jones down. And on a team where the star is in the middle of the field, that's the game's biggest star. As big a star as there is, the Micah Parsons. Andrew Thomas is sick because he had a good game, but he gave up that sack.
0: Let me tell you all something, man. When I talk about relentless motor, and I talk about Parsons being that catalyst. He brought up a point that why, hear me out, why defensive players can't be MVP. And I'm telling you guys, the nucleus, right, those who love biology and botany and all of that stuff, the nucleus, the center of all of this is Parsons. Because what he does in a unique way, he allows everyone else to eat. He allows everyone else to gobble. He allows everyone else to play up to snuff, up to par in this game that we call, that we all love, called football. Biggie Bay! What's up, Law? The only team that can beat us is us. Man, I'm preaching it to the high heavens. Mike got to get this team focused and disciplined or it's going to kill us in the end. Dracarys. Man, we're going to talk about that Biggie B. And you, man, dog, you're you, you preaching to me, man. You're preaching to the choir too. But we're going to talk about that because my brother is in the chat. And if you look up matchups and everything, the only other team that I can see that got discipline on defense, right, and they got a uniqueness about their offense and approach are those 49ers, and I can't stand them. I can't stand those 49ers. And they are starting to rise up, right? right? And they, they probably got an easy schedule on the next few games, which can bring forth momentum. But back to the Cowboys on Parsons. Here we go right here. Uh, Shout out to How About Them Boys or How About Them 88s uh, on the uh, Twitter. Uh, I kind of took his uh, excerpt here, and I repurposed it on multiple platforms. He got the sack individual numbers. Dallas Cowboys sack leaders. You see the king that's on the top, right? The cream shall rise to the top. It's Parsons. Got 12 of them. Could literally have 13 or 14. Technically, if they finally called the holding calls or what have you, he would literally have 16 to 17 if the players in the opposing team didn't hold the guy. But that's the story of another day. This dude is a part-time rusher. He's not a full-time rusher. Got 12 of them. Right? Is that is that tied for first or second or something like that? Let me see where that's at in the National Football League as uh, far as sacks or what have you. Let me see. I don't think that they put that there like that. Hold on. Let me see, Parson. Uh, y'all y'all help me out. Uh, tied for second. Tied for second. Tied for first on forced fumbles, right? So, <laughs> dude is everywhere, man. Let me get back to this sheet right here. Dorance Armstrong, he could have literally had nine sacks too for the season, but he got eight. Making every single weekend, every single Sunday, I'm secretly eating crow, right? Y'all know where I stood at on Dorance Armstrong. I said, man, if his parents named him Lawrence, he would have been a Hall of Famer, right? (laughs) But he is Dorance Armstrong Jr., right? He named after his dad, right? Then you got DeMarcus, Lawrence, six sacks. Fowler with five. Sam, oh, Sam Williams with three of them. Three sacks as a part-time, part-time. This dude not even now you have part-time workers and they work for 32 hours, you know, a week or something like that. This dude doing all of that in 15 hours. You know what I'm saying? This dude, Sam Williams, he's not even getting some games. He would end the game with eight snaps. Eight snaps. Just Just a week ago, about a week ago, he had 116 snaps for the season. Right? Just a couple of weeks ago. So I know he ain't even bust open 200 snaps. Shoot, 116 snaps. I've seen a game where Parsons had 63 snaps in one game, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Sam Williams got three of them, three, with a spoonful of snaps. That let me know that that dude is explosive. And this season with the Cowboys, with over 40 sacks so far, I think it's like right at 45 or could be more, no team. And the National Football League, in their first twelve games, or such, or well, by week twelve, had this many sacks. They are they are literally on pace for breaking the uh, eighty five Bears record and shattering the Cowboys franchise record if they keep this up. Now, of course, stopping the run, that's a story of another day. But I'm looking at the kind of calibers of quarterbacks that we're about to play. That number is about to increase. We are doing something special over here in Cowboys land. You know, uh <laughs> 63 snaps is pretty much the entire game for a defense. That's insane for a pass rusher. Yeah, you know, so – he <laughs> you right. He was dog beat. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Parsons in that game. He had like 63 or it could have been more. You know, don't want to shortchange the man. So I look at Sad Williams. Let me let me let me see who else we got on this list. J. Rock with two. Donovan Wilson. If they ever include like intentional grounding, right, as a sack. He literally had, I believe, two intentional groundings, or forced upon two intentional groundings, he would have five for the season. Right? And then of course, uh Osa, Chauncey, Gallimore, L V E, and Jordan Lewis, man, those boys have been been remarkable, man, uh, for 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 what they do and bring to the table. They've been remarkable, Cowboy Nation. Um, word up, speed, instinct, strength, tenacity. That's what my guy Blue stay true. Yeah. Speed, instinct, those things, man. When we look at this team, man, when I look around, I say, Man, these boys are flying. And on a Saturday afternoon, let me stop what I'm doing, man. Hold on. Dracaris. I didn't know y'all was all. Boy. We got over 500 people in here. Shoot. And hey, where my Facebook people at, man? Shout out to you, Verdi, Sonny every man (laughs) on a saturday baby i appreciate y'all man on a ill-advised because i don't let y'all know when i go live they let me know that all of y'all hitting that notification bell and when law go live y'all say man let me start what i'm doing man (laughs) i'm finish eating these leftovers (laughs) hey let me know in the chat if if the leftovers still there there should be ain't no way man Ain't no way y'all should still have mac and cheese left over. If you still have mac and cheese left over, man, something wrong with y'all, man. And there's no way. There's no way them candy yams. There's no way them yams. No way them yams are still left over to this day. Ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no leftover. Ain't no way y'all still got yams left over. Right now you you should, I'm looking at the leftover report. You know, let me see, let me pull it up, let me pull it up. <laughs> Ain't no way, man Ain't no way I ain't never eating at your house If you still got leftover mac and cheese right now (laughs) Let me pull pull up the leftover report Breaking news out of Dallas, Texas Law Nation is looking at the leftover report There should be no way (laughs) There should be no way that you got maybe dressing if you did a hell of a big pot. You know what I'm saying? But there's no way there should be leftover yams. <laughs> oh, yams. There should be no way. <laughs> sweet, sweet yams. There should be no way yams left over, man. Or the mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or any of the casseroles right now. Now, all that food should be gone. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Sadiq, what's good? Dracarys. She said law over five hundred and uh two hundred and five likes, man. Come on, man. Y'all y'all get that number up, man, for your boy. Shame. Shame. Now now, uh, we just got broccoli casserole dressing and a little turkey. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand because not everybody eat broccoli. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see a little bit of that. Now, the turkey right now, y- y'all should be like, all right, let me make me a sandwich out of the turkey. If you got that spiral ham with the glaze on it, it should be down at the little hole right now. Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session. As you take a deeper look at the ham, the ham should be at the hole right now. You know, and you be, should be slicing that to be putting it in between some bread or something. You know, uh, <laughs> I've been out for several days from the food coma law. Man, I need to I need to come over there and eat where you at, man. Come on with it. Yes, indeed, man. Turkey soup, man. Yeah, right now you should be chopping up the turkey. Hey, man, don't throw them bones away, man. some meat on that bone, man. Put it in the pot, man. We got some mixed vegetables, man. And some rice that's left over. We're going to make a soup out of it. Some gula. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's good with y'all, man? I really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday, man. Uh, somebody... <laughs> d c f l yeah Mac and Cheese with K-O to 30 minutes of the uh, of the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carcasses, bones, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't throw them bones away, man. It's meat on that bone, man. Don't throw them bones away, man. We can make a soup out of it. You know? <laughs> all right, man. Uh, stock and all of that stuff. And Bringing out the Thanksgiving film session, all right. Sweet potato pie, yeah, yeah. Appreciate y'all, man, so much for tuning in. All right, so that was the end of this uh, episode. As we depart, um, there's, there's no way potato salad is still around. If you, if your potato salad is still around, it, it was a horrible one. It was the dish that everybody overlooked and if you still have devil legs man just don't even let me know because they let me know if you still have devil devil legs supposed to be smashed before people sent to, you know do their prayer and everything that devil legs supposed to been gone right <laughs> yes the devil legs supposed to be gone the devil eggs supposed to be gone before you even said your prayers you know what I'm saying for appreciate y'all so much for tuning in uh, to the nation and for the nation that was my thoughts on the 14 personnel just remarkable just looking back at some of the films some of the clips the brilliancy that we see out of Kellen A little hiccups here and there but overall man the Cowboys the only team that I feel that the Cowboys can be stopped from would be the Cowboys Right. Yeah, it should be the Cowboys. Uh, that's the only team. I know my brother going to be like, nah, the Niner gang, bang, bang, and all of that stuff. But, nah, if the Cowboys stick to their philosophy and their formula, man, and a lot of things can happen good for them. Uh, in a great way, Cowboy Nation. Thank those, man. Still enjoy your family. And if y'all got me something on Black Friday yesterday, let me know, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thank y'all so much, man. If y'all thought about me. Say, Law, I'm going to send you something, man. I got I got some hats and stuff for you, man. I, I saw it on discount, man. I appreciate you, Law. You know, two for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, the deepest team ever. Steve White, you're right. What offensive personnel groupings do you think would present the toughest matchup For the 49ers Or the Philly In the playoff game Oh why you gonna ask Why you gonna give me that good Good super chat right then Let me hit it again 12 personnel grouping the Eagles don't have nothing to stop that. They don't have no way to stop that. For the Niners, same grouping. Those boys, they play great zone-covered defense. The Niners, they got a good interior, and they got a hell of a pass rush, and their linebackers can fly. <laughs> you know, yeah, shout out to those boys, though. But you got to match physicality. You can't finesse those boys. You can't. So if you try to go ace, even if you try to go on a consistent level with 11 personnel, that'd be too much finesse. You got to match the power with those guys. You got to tire the Eagles out, stretch them. That's why they went, when they fell short, they said, look, we got to go get Sue. We got to go get Lavelle Joseph. But what you got to do in that situation is stretch them, run it. Physicality. Bring the pain. That's what you got to do. Look at what the Washington team did to the Eagles, right? You got to bring that physicality. You got to bring that type of temperaments to the table. So shout out to you in that super chat. That was an underrated super chat by Cannon. FBI, open up. Yo, bring that 12 look. Then you can hit him with the 13. Yep. Power, attitude, you know, tenacity will beat the Niners. You got to bring it. If you soft with the 49ers, it will show up. If you soft even with the Eagles, it will show up, believe it or not. Right? Got to know your opponent, know your opposition. But if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. If all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it. And it makes you hold all other things tawdry and cheap. If life itself seems empty and useless without it. And all that you scheme and dream is about it. If you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose. All terror of your mind for it. If you will simply Go after the thing you want if dog it and grim And besiege and beset it With the help of almighty You will Get it Let's get it baby Herb says the Niner's not that good You right They're not that good Put it like this Their record is better now Than what they were last year Around this time Let that sink in So, better be prepared for it. Let's not wait too late for it. Let's go. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to fight, baby. Let's get it. Zeke! Hey, dive in there. Dive up in there, Zeke. Let's roll these credits, too. This is a mini bye week, so this is victory. Sad. Shout out to our tight end crew Shout out to this victory And we're going to have a victory Sunday And we're going to have a victory Monday And then we'll get back to talking real real football on Tuesday Y'all know how it goes Cowboy Nation stand tall Let's continue to grind and shine DC for life not for short Shout out to everybody who supported this Let's go on this impromptu show Shout out to y'all man Yeah Let's run it up for them. Shoot We all want to run it up baby Austin Lord really Cow Sir Green Action Powell. Don't need Chris 214, Biggie B Sadiq 24-7. Shout out to him. The food comma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cornell. Cannon Let's go. Yo yep. Hit that like button, baby. Come on. Hey. Change take some losses when I play charge it to, to the, the game Come on I'm with Jay yeah, I'm with J yeah, I'm with Chuckin' out Right Still the same I switch sides now it's about loyalty You still size up the bag and that's for more Let me check in on the Vikings horn one more time man let's see if they fix their horn uh, <laughs> Even did even though they won the other day the horn still broke over here <laughs> the Giants thought they was gonna win too.
1: <laughs> Come
0: on. Execute order 66. <laughs> they know my guy C D lamb caught that touchdown. Let's go. Yeah, hey. I just be off the dome. Alright. I never own a no crown. Come on. Too many foes and clothes. Hey. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh. I be at home alone. I be in zones alone. I'm be I be on the road, road alone. alone. Yeah, I've really in the field. Come on. Come on. Emotional damage. Come on. You ain't lying. Hey, yeah. oh. I just want to run it up. But we tell them. Lady, I
1: just want to run it
0: up. Until next time. DC for life.
1: Lady, I just want to run it up. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. Lady, I just want to run it up. Hey! Stop this. Come
0: back, thief! They gonna come back. Appreciate y'all, man. DC for life. Salute.